Hey, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mics. And I have the opinions. <laughs> I make myself chuckle because this week we have three microphones as I'm still experimenting with getting the sound right. So thanks for uh, hanging in there with us as we figure all this shit out. This is George's way of telling you, I came unprepared again. He's so prepared <laughs> with all the fucking microphones. Yeah. And then, um, that's the truth, so we're going to fight about that. <laughs> so let's get into it. Uh, there's not so much going on in the world of mixed martial arts, although there's always some stuff. Uh, and there's also some exciting boxing uh, things happening. But right now we're in the little slump right before uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, there's still two weeks before the huge pay-per-view that we need to talk about uh, in the coming weeks on December 14th with uh, all sorts of... Are there three title fights or two? Three title fights. Three title fights. Big deal. Um, but we'll get to that in the coming weeks. So let's get through this snooze fest of a podcast and uh, we'll move on to maybe uh, episode five or six or seven. We'll, we'll, we'll be better. Hey. Hey. All right. We're going to start with uh, number one for this week. Bellator in London happened last week, and uh, and I was gonna say your name, but we said we're gonna try not to use the names. But who cares? We didn't watch it, and uh, <laughs> not too many people did. Uh, but we still managed to get into an argument about it because whenever fights happen, we try to stay off of social media if we know that we can't watch it um, because things just pop up all the time. And we got to see MVP Michael Venom Page. Uh, win by stellar knockout, or I got to see it first on Instagram, and then you got all mad at me because I found out the results before we got. The I to watch knew together. he found out the results, and he tried to say he didn't, <laughs> and then I said, "I know you know," and I didn't lie. You didn't lie. I just didn't tell the truth. But then you also wouldn't tell me who won, <laughs> and I of course said, "I'm sure Michael Venom Page killed him," and you're like, "Well, you don't know." Yeah. And that's how George sounds. And now you know. And now you know, he won. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only other thing from Bellator in London, which we do feel bad because we do really love Bellator and we love when Bellator goes overseas and there's always cool fighters and we want to be a part of it, but should we do something this Friday? No, it was on Saturday during the day, which was oh, amazing, but we oh. were doing a Long Island world tour of my cousin Patrick Grady and then our friends Jennifer and Paul. And so... Yeah, it was in my Google Calendar as Long Island Bullshit Day, so... The best kind of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with the people, not the Long Island part. Yeah, yeah. Best people. Um, The only other thing for Bellator, uh, and then we'll jump to something else, is that there was a nice little uh, clash backstage between James Gallagher and some other guy who I probably should know his name. Uh, But they were really going at it. They got separated and a whole lot of... uh, Pushing and shoving and talking shit and all that stuff. And it reminds me of when Anna uh, saw me getting really excited about um, people doing the same thing a couple years ago. And she's like, why do you why do you like this? This is ridiculous. They're fighting. It's like, no, they're not fighting. They're being separated by like 40 different people. There's no chance of them actually engaging in fisticuffs. But what it is, and this is why we love mixed martial arts and boxing and all the drama behind it, is it's just real housewives with testosterone. That's it. 
And it's pretty awesome, and that's why we enjoy watching it. So. Wait, so it's Mike Kimball, and you should Google him because he just <laughs> looks like a cartoon character. And talk about Real Housewives. Do you, do you know what started it? Well, I don't really know either, but do you know what they're saying started it or what James is saying started it? Was James saying that he was ducking him or something, or, or no, or what happened? No, James was saying that Mike started talking about his mom. And he's like, <laughs> and, and I, I won't stand for that, and if I see him in the streets, I'm going to... I mean, up. if somebody says something about Bella, I would I would beat them up as well. I would kill them, yeah. but it's just funny. All right, next on our top five is UFC news because Ben Askren decided to retire. Um, crazy career outside of the UFC. He was 18-0 and 0 in mixed martial arts, but he was like, Amazing wrestler, went to the Olympics, so many amazing um, achievements and accomplishments. And you may unfortunately only know him <laughs> from the sick knee knockout that Jorge Masvidal gifted him with not so long ago. When was it? He was he was baptized July. Yeah, international um, fight week. So it it was sad but through it all um through his two losses in the ufc and one win ben Askren is a chatty little kathy always but he is also super super humble and recognizes his defeat and so i'm, I'm a little sad to see him go i feel like we were just getting yeah the ben Askren love i don't think he's going anywhere as a media personality or talking head i think he's going to be around and he cemented his legacy in that realm you know he had a tough go at the uh, in the UFC. A lot of people have been talking about how he would have done so much better if he came five years ago and whatever. And I don't know. That's not really the point. The thing is, he, he came to the UFC and he fought Robbie Lawler, Jorge Masvidal, and Damian Maya. Three three out of probably maybe let's say five guys if you include the Diaz brothers and and like Cowboy Cerrone. So it's like six, whatever. Three of the most <laughs> like UFC elite guys that have been around forever. So he came to the UFC. He did not have a, even a remotely easy fight. Came to this thing, didn't perform that well, but whatever, man. Kudos to Ben Askren. It's a lot better to have seen him actually come over, mm -hmm. and now now we have a, a spot in our hearts for him instead of being like, I wonder what would have happened if he ever came to the UFC. He, um... Is that Mosquito? No. He was on Ariel's show and said, like, the greatest thing ever because, of course, Ariel wants, like... The soundbite and the gossip and yeah. fucking emotions and stuff. And Ben was just like, I, I, you have to be grateful for any opportunity you get whenever you get it. So to start being nitpicky about, I wish I had it then or under these circumstances. Like, just be grateful. And yeah. so even more reason to like him. Take it. Number three on <laughs> this week's top five is uh, Deontay Wilder's back, man. Uh, not that he ever went anywhere, but uh, he fought Luis Ortiz in heavyweight boxing. And you know how I feel about heavyweight boxing and how America in general does. It's the most exciting, most dangerous uh, man on the planet title. Um, Deontay, uh, I did basically what I usually do with Anna. Any fight that's after midnight, because we're on the East Coast, it's uh, pretty much impossible for me to stay awake to actually watch. Uh, I think I've mentioned on this podcast before that I could... Literally have a Red Bull, finish a Red Bull, and then just go to sleep and miss the fights anyway. So uh, that kind of sucks. 
Also, uh, yo, Monster Energy, if you want me to talk about you, just shout out and sponsor the podcast, and then I won't drink Red Bulls no more. Uh, quick <laughs> aside. Uh, but Deontay Wilder, uh, apparently, I don't know, I went to my brother's house and I slept through most of it and woke up a little bit and pretended to actually watch it. Deontay Wilder was uh, kind of down on rounds to Luis Ortiz, which is kind of what uh, happened the, the first time that they fought. And then in the seventh round, uh, Deontay knocked him out with a perfectly executed, super short, but very powerful straight right hand. And uh, my dad came home from work, uh, shout out to Delight Diner, and uh, just in time to watch the fight. So my brother and dad enjoyed it very much. Uh, I think my dad, I think it might be his favorite fight of all time. That he actually sat down and watched the whole thing because he actually got what was going on. And you could hear his review inserted right here. Prepare a little dog, like some, you know, he was sure, like, he's playing with two hands after so long. And to right hand, where he boom, that's a bullet, like, he, he pulled the trick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, congrats to Deontay Wilder and just fucking fight Tyson Fury or Anthony, Anthony Joshua soon, please. Back to MMA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my cousin Patrick Grady sent us this article on Friday. Nothing has come about it since, but that it is in the works potentially for Habib. You know him as the mauler who fights bears and kills Conor McGregor. Um, is finally going to fight Tony Ferguson um, in April super important to us only because it could potentially be in Brooklyn. Um, so it would be really fun to go to that fight. So it's not official, but you should know, and George always says this uh, when we're talking about Habib Tony, is they have been scheduled to fight four other times. And it just, it never worked out. So in 2015, they were supposed to fight um, for the Ultimate Fighter, I guess the- Finale. Finale, okay. And Habib was out. All good. Reschedule 2016. Tony was out sick. All good. 2017. Oh, yeah. Habib was out sick. And actually, was that the tiramisu time? Uh, I don't remember. Now, now we, we, I need to check it. Okay. I, don't th I don't think so. I feel like the uh, tiramisu time was when Habib wasn't even fighting Tony. Oh, but I think that time when Khabib pulled out, he had a really hard time missing weight, and I think his like kidneys shut down or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was another time Habib missed weight, and there was video of him eating tiramisu, <laughs> which I just I love that. Um, so that was 2015. No, 16. No, 17. No. Back up to 2018, they were supposed to fight. Like it was going to happen this time. The curse was lifted. The jinx was gone. And then Tony Ferguson has, like, a freak accident. Like, he literally just, like, tripped over someone. He tripped over a cable. But was that the actual accident? Yeah, that's what, well, that's oh what they said. Gosh. Yeah, He tripped over a cable at a UFC, like, uh, promotional event during fight week. And then 24 hours later, Conor McGregor decided to do a whole bunch of blow, get on a private jet, come to Brooklyn, and then throw a dolly through a fucking window. You may remember that. Yeah. Or not. So this April... Join us at the Barclays Center for tickets that we can't afford to watch Khabib and Tony get canceled again. Oh for my the gosh, time. that's what we need next. <laughs> Holding hands and throwing fists, go fund me. Ooh. All right, we're going to look into this. Yeah. Or probably George, since he says I'm never uh, the group member who helps. 
That's not true, man. I said that I said that like four times only. <laughs> Hit me up with some Bitcoin. Are we on episode three? <laughs> uh, no, oh, no, four. All right. Four, What's yeah. an episode yeah. I can deal with? <laughs> God, you can't even count the episodes, right? So, number five in our top five. <laughs> this, this is going to be fun. This is the Q&A portion. Actually, yeah. I brought this to the table. Did I not in our meeting before this uh, recording? Yeah, sure. Sure. Brought it to the table. Congratulations. Thank you. Don't undermine this genius idea. <laughs> My genius idea that we'll see how this goes is that George and I should um, have like a little Q&A sesh. Yeah. Very, very many. One Q per person. One A per person. Yeah. Um, uh, related to MMA, that the other person does not have the chance to really think about their answer. They're just on the spot, give an answer. Okay. You ready? I got a question for you. I'm not ready. I'm so not ready. Okay, cool. We'll go. Or do you want to ask me? Mm, no. Which fighter are you most excited to see next? That allows for so many answers. Yeah, so just pick one. Can I call a friend? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I have one. Of course you do. We all ask questions that we already have an answer to. Ain't that some shit. Ain't that some shit. Ooh, there's some, like, recency bias for me because I want to say Rose. Ooh, good answer. Rose Namajunas. <laughs> Former champion. She was beat um, in a really crazy way. Like, it looked like she almost broke her neck. She got slammed. She yeah. got slammed on her neck. Um, by Jessica Andrade, who was then the champion and then was, has already been beaten yeah. by Wei Li Zhang. And we watched Rose win the belt live and then defend it live. Yeah. That was cool. So she was affected by that loss because it was a little scary. Yeah. And potentially was going to retire. But now it seems like she's not going to retire. So my vote is for Rose. Do they have anyone on the on the calendar for her? Or? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But who's she going to fight? Oh, uh, no, Wei Li Zhang, uh, Yuana wants to fight her now, right? And they're going yeah. back and forth? Yeah, but I think Wei Li is like, nah, you had your chance. Okay. Anyway, what, are you going to answer your own question? I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see Max. I think people are sleeping on him. And we'll talk about it in the next couple of weeks. But he's fighting on the December 14th crazy card that everyone's talking about. And everyone's so all about Colby Covington and Kamaru Usman fighting. Except fighting. not. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's more because of the implications of, of the weight class. People are more interested in that weight class. But I really want to see Max, man. Max hasn't lost since he lost to Connor. Well, he okay. He yeah, lost to yeah. Dustin recently when he moved up to 155 and challenged Dustin for the 155 championship. But he hasn't lost at 145. Or really hasn't lost uh, previous to the Dustin fight since he lost to Conor when they were both babies. Like, Conor McGregor beat him on his way up in the UFC before anyone knew who Conor was either. So I'm very excited to see Max. Fair. What's your question for me? I feel like my question is so complicated, so I'm just going to... Just do it. Rip the bandaid off. It's not that it's complicated, but I don't I don't want to have to describe anything. Excuse me, we got a complicated order. <laughs> uh, security. <laughs> so, if you've watched any fight with us, you know that all the fighters wear Reebok. Uh-huh. If you 
have watched any fight with us, you also know that the colors are different in what they decide to wear. The shorts colors are different. Mm -hmm. The color that their name on the shorts is different. Mm -hmm. The length of their shorts, the fit of their shorts, whether or not there's a slit. The silhouette. Exactly. So many (laughs) options. Yeah. Favorite shorts for like male fighters. If I was a fighter or yeah. like other fighters? Um, why would you not wear what you would tell other fighters to wear? I mean, maybe. So, all right, well. Best combination. Okay, I, I grew up swimming. So swimming? Swimming. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind fighting in Speedos, but I don't, I've never seen anybody with the Speedos. Why? <laughs> There's already so much. No. No, I'm I'm not serious about the speedos, but I am serious about the the, the Valetudo shorts, which are like jammers, the like the skin tight shorts, and it's just, they just seem like they're old school. They have the they got the heritage of the Portuguese or Brazilian name. They just look like boxer briefs. Yeah, they're boxer briefs, and then I would probably pick for color for me, maybe black and gold because that's championship colors. Oh shit, getting right yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what other color would be cool? Oh, gray, because I want I want people because we I think we decided that gray Valley Tudo Valley Tudo shorts are uh, uh, they make your booty look real big. That's how Booty Thompson always mm. gets that uh, that glow up. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe maybe gray, but uh, gray's kind of boring. So I'll do blue and white. That's what I thought Greek you were going to say. Greek pride. Oh, I mean, but nobody's ever done blue and orange. I would do I would do Nick's colors for sure. But does anyone? Is orange a choice? Orange is not a choice, and it yeah. needs to be. Okay, so... Holding Hands and Throwing Fists is starting a campaign to get orange introduced. <laughs> Although I don't the, think you're a big orange person. I am a big orange person, but mm. it doesn't go well with many other colors. Blue. Yeah, but then it all immediately reads Nick's Mets. Which so, I don't have a problem with. Till I die, son. <laughs> go New York, go New York, go. All right, what would you wear? Sports bra? Or topless. You're. You should just cut this. Okay. And I should punch you. Oh, I should throw fists. Yeah. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Our first episode where we actually did the throwing fist part. Um, they they do have green, right? It's like a jungle yeah. green. Yeah, they got green. So I I'm I'm gonna go jungle green and just white my name in white. But are you wearing shorts or skin tight shorts? No, or I want the shorts? shorter, loose ones. Shorter, loose ones. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for next week, so we won't um, ask each other terrible questions like we just did. We're going to throw up a Instagram post and ask uh, all eight of you listening right now <laughs> to drop some questions in the uh, post and let us know. Um We'll only pick the best questions, so be really thoughtful like we were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's see what else have we got. Um, I want to take the time to remind you, although I was advised not to, that this is episode four, and by episode ten, we're trying to watch fights all together. So uh, keep listening and uh, keep on it, or something like that. Something like that. And uh, we committed to 10 episodes, so let's see if we make it all the way through without killing each other. And thank you all for listening. 
And this episode was brought to you by our boy Man Dog uh, and Tommy B. Thanks for all the support and uh, love you guys. Peace.